0: Welcome back today. We are still visiting with Kathy to hear some more of her story. And I kind of want to know how she ended up where she ended up. You know, she to be going down to Bloondales, but did not. <laughs> so here is more of Kathy's story. I hope you guys can really get something out of it for your own life. Kathy, tell us about the teen years. I know they had to be wild. It was in the 70s.
1: Yes, there were... A confluence of events. Okay, the the hippie times were happening. I was going into my teens. My disease started progressing. The family life got worse. So it was a hotbed for developing my disease. Okay, so in my teens, I stopped all the gymnastics and that. I took up guitar and I was more sedentary and I started to gain weight. And I was, I've never been obese. I've been about 35 pounds heavier than this, but I had grown up during the era of Twiggy and modeling and gymnastics. I, the idea of getting heavy, which to me was like becoming like my mother who was obese was absolutely not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I started trying to diet. It was the first thing that was ever super hard for me I mean, it was just really hard not to eat things that I wanted to eat. And um, this is a big irony. The one who was probably my hardest person in life that caused a lot of problems was my mother. But she is the one that brought me to the solution. And I just think that's such a cool thing. She found Overeaters Anonymous and brought me. And unfortunately, she was not able to recover. And they, in the literature, it says there are people that are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. And they are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. So, I I have a lot of love and compassion for my mother. She really did have a good heart, but she was probably bipolar and mentally ill. Anyway, when I got to the 12 steps, I latched on with both hands. I had become an atheist in my teens. I started doing alcohol and drugs. I wasn't out of hand, but my grades went to C's. I mean, everyone back then was doing that. And we all partied and smoked pot and drank and cut school. So um, what happened was... um, Again, I hated getting heavy. I hated, it. and my my thighs and hips were always my uh, nemesis because I have more of a pear-shaped figure. So um, that propelled me into OA. And I used it like a diet program at first. I really didn't understand the depth of it. but And I want to explain to you guys what alcoholism and compulsive eating is according to the 12-step program because it's really important people have an idea that's you know of the gutter drunk under the bridge or the fat lazy person that can't you know just get up off the couch and so it's not that when you learn more and more it's three things it's physical mental and spiritual and the there is actually a physical component that when I drink alcohol or eat certain foods which are especially sugar items, you know, cakes, cookies, candies, ice cream, and then sometimes um, flour, stuff like chips and all that, when I start eating it it develops an actual craving and this has been proven medically they call it an allergy But what it means is that it forms a craving that I'm unable to control on my unaided will. Just like if you said stop blinking your eyes, you might be able to stop for 30 seconds at the most. Or if you say hold your breath, but eventually you are going to have to. And that is the physical component. So that would be simple if someone just said, well just don't drink and don't eat sugar items but then we the mental part is you have a mental obsession to go and eat and drink whenever you get stressed out or any high emotion so when you combine those two things it makes you powerless over food because if you can't if you can't stop once you've started and you can't stop from starting again then you're powerless and you're in this circle of a spiral of death and what happens is like if you're drinking your consequence get worse the stress goes higher it causes the obsession which triggers the craving and you know it's just a horrible thing
0: it's a cycle from that everyone goes goes through
1: yes yeah, so it's and the answer is spiritual and it doesn't mean we're sick spiritually. What it means is we're blocked from God because of resentment, guilt and remorse, and fears, which we do an inventory and get through that. So the problem is physical, and there's a mental obsession, and the answer is spiritual. So um, she brought me to, to OA. Mm-hmm. And, um, I kind of went off and on all through my teens and college. And each time, you know, I'd go and I'd slip with food and then I'd go back and I'd look a little closer and I began to understand what the 12 steps were and to take the 12 steps.
0: Well, it would be hard if you're still doing drugs and stuff. I know, you know, marijuana here, you get the munchies. What are you going to munch on? Carrots? Well, that's. That's not any good. Right. (laughs) So it sends you back into the food thing, going round and round.
1: Yep. And it's hard when you're young and you're single because everything in our society is going out for drinks, going out for food.
0: And looking like Twiggy in those days.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So it was was really difficult.
0: Karen Carpenter was big in those days, too.
1: Right. And I've had many people say I look like Karen Carpenter, which is Mm -hmm. ironic. So what basically I ended up, I I was a dancer also for a long time, and I ended up going to college, and I ended up with a degree in, guess what, psychology. (laughs) What do girls like me do? They get degrees in psychology.
0: (laughs) I I think a lot of us go to psychology to try to figure out ourselves. Yes.
1: (laughs) I was one confused kid, and then... um, my last semester, just to bring you up to the flying, how did that happen? Because sometimes I ask myself the same question. How the heck did I end up being an airline pilot? Isn't that It just weirds me out. Um, I was taking a private pilot license for fun because one of my brothers did. And I just thought, oh, I would like to do that. And my instructor was a World War II pilot. And we got along really well. And he's the one that planted the seed. He said, you're tall. You have 20-20 vision. You like this. You like to travel. You're good at it. Um, You're about to graduate with a college degree. And they are going to start hiring women. And when they do, if you get your training, you will just be in the catbird seat. And it's a great career. and, And I was... Uh, I wanted actually to be a psychologist and my dad frowned upon that and this just kind of, it was a solution. I did have that offer at Bloomingdale's, but I I just thought it was very low pay. I was going to be commuting to New York City, living at my parents. Oh my God, I thought. I think I will go become a pilot (laughs) and it was just about as simple as that. I went down to flight school in Florida after college and zipped through my ratings and I'll bring you up to more later on that.
0: Well, we know that, um, going down to Florida and getting a pilot's license, you know, God works in very mysterious ways because Mm -hmm. through you becoming a pilot and, um, Of course, your brother, Kenny, was also a pilot, and so that kind of encouraged you, too. So you had the guy that was giving you the lessons to be a pilot really um, encouraged you. And then you had Kenny, who was you guys were very close, still are very close, and he was encouraging you to go this way, too. Yes. Even though that was not on your radar, sometimes God puts things on our radar that we don't even know how to form us. But we do know Kathy went on and started working for an airline. And um, this is when her life really kind of started going down the proverbial tornado pit. But I'll let her tell you more about that. I hope you guys stay tuned. And I hope that you are um, enjoying her story of listening to her struggles and how she comes out of this. It, it's getting, getting really good now. You just have to stay tuned and see where she goes with it. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a very blessed day. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.